Fit Nation. It's Fit Nation. Awesome. Turn that bottle up and drag it, crank that jukebox up and hack it. Bartender for another round. Here's to our best bad decision situation, no conditions, old memories we all need to drown. So fill your cup, raise it up, jump in, join the club, and float this whiskey river reservoir. We're gonna spend the weekend in the deep end of a dive bar. After lost and lonely one who's ever swam against the tide. Thank you, this is your oasis. It's the safest of places that a broken heart can find a high. So here's a toast, coast to coast, with a big old adios. Two wishes wasted on them falling stars. We're gonna spend the weekend in the deep end of a dive bar. It's just chapter after chapter Happy never after But that's just the way the story goes For some bar still believers Wear our heart out on our sleeves Just go and wear the neon glows Chapter, happy never after, but that's just the way the story goes. Yeah, we're just never quite the longers, hanger oners, way too longers, just buzzing where the neon glows. We've all got them, let them sink down to the bottom. Doesn't matter who or where you are, we're gonna spend the weekend in the deep end. The water's fine, y'all, so just come on. Hope you enjoyed that. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Misfit Nation. If you're struggling or feel like you've been leading down a path to darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you're a burden to someone or feel embarrassed, call the anonymous hotline at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 if you're a veteran. If you're a new listener, please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. If you haven't, please download the Military Broadcast app and check out our family of shows on there. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. That's the underscore Misfit Nation. And they'll keep you up to date on all the latest news episodes and, of course, the stories of our guests. Speaking of which, our next guest sold his digital marketing agency in concert web solutions in May of 2018 to begin his focus on helping service based businesses get more word of mouth referrals. His book, More Word of Mouth Referrals, Lifelong Customers and Raving Fans, focuses on being building stronger relationships and how we can use that to connect with others. His newest book is titled. The High Five Effect, How to Do Business with People Who Bring You Joy, and was released last October. He's a professional member of the National Speakers Association 
a 40 under a 40 under 40 recipients chamber small business common business of the owner of the year and host of the mass business podcast which is focused on helping small business owners learn from each other so without further ado let's welcome to the show matt ward welcome matt hey rich thanks for having me on the show let me first say thank you for your service and thank you to all the listeners for their services awesome we appreciate that matt so if you don't mind, Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself from as far back as you want to go. Uh, I know we had some great talks during the pre-show. Mm. We'll keep that in the pre-show for now. And then if we get to that, we'll, we'll, hit that, we'll hit that later. But tell us a little about your story, how you got into this deal and, and where you are now. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a very interesting story. You know, I grew up in Chocolate Town, USA, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Nice. And uh, what most people don't know is that Milton Hershey, uh, the guy that created the chocolate bar, uh, didn't have any kids. Him and his wife didn't have any kids. So in 1909, he put his entire fortune, $60 million, into a trust fund called the Deed of Trust, the Hershey Trust Company. Wow. And uh, he created an orphanage for disadvantaged and poverty-stricken kids. Um, and 2,500 uh, kids go to this school now. It's a boarding school, private boarding school, uh, where they get food, clothing, shelter. Over 11,000 kids have attended that school since it was uh, created in 1909. And I know a lot about it because I was one of those kids. Oh, wow. I was uh, the youngest of three boys, the first to graduate high school and the only one not to go to prison. So that school changed my life. It changed the direction of where I went. Uh, when I got out of high school, uh, I went back home. I lived with my mom for about six months and then just started scrapping and trying to figure it out. College wasn't for me. Um, I was... I did go to college. I went to one semester. I was a hotel restaurant uh, major and I had to take a cooking class and I failed broccoli and cheese sauce class. So I'm like, this is not working. So now I live on a sustainable diet of frozen burritos and pizza and it, it, oh, and bacon. And, um, and so uh, it's just, it, you know, I, I, it's not my thing. And uh, I just started scrapping it together. And uh, I ended up creating a, a, a web company back in, 2002 part-time. I took a full-time in 2005. I didn't know what I was doing, um, but luckily I surrounded myself with great people, people who would lift me up, people who were starting to refer me and, and those type of things. Got involved in networking organizations and there I, 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 I met a guy who was in the organization. I hired him and uh, I don't know, 16 years after I built the business, I sold him the business for seven figures. And that was in 2018. I walked away and became a professional speaker. Now teaching everybody I know what I know about getting referrals in their business, how to actually do that. There's a systematic process you can go through to do it. Um, but most people don't pay attention to that. And they always chase that new customer. They chase the end user, which is the biggest mistake and the biggest waste of time. They're chasing the buyer every single day. and that's why they hate sales. Um, if we just go out and build great relationships with people who can refer us and are in a position to refer us, then we just get referrals by doing what we love to do, which is hang out with people, as I said in my book, who bring us joy. So that's kind of my journey. And um, I, I was in Massachusetts for 24 years now, full-time in Fort Myers, Florida. Love the sun, love boating, love cruising. I'm two hours away from any cruise port. And uh, I love to travel. I love riding my ATV side by sides all over <laughs> nice. the country. Uh, yeah, I just, that's me. Uh, I do as, as little as I can, Rich. 
I assure you. <laughs> so in the book, I wrote that my my goal is freedom, which is not occupying my calendar. And so I'd like to do what I want, when I want, where I want, and how I want. And so if I had a client come to me and say, hey, I'll pay you, you know, $5,000 a month to coach me or something, and I need an appointment every Monday at 11, I would say, no, the money's not that important to me. Right. It's the time. And uh, so when I work with my clients, I have a call with them. And then at the end of the call, I set up the next call. I don't do any recurring stuff because my calendar changes so much and I like to travel and do those type of things. So, um, but to be honest with you, I still go on cruise ships. I buy the internet package and I do coaching from, from, uh, from a cruise ship. I was in the middle of the ocean two weeks ago and recorded a Facebook live. Nice. <laughs> like it's great. Yeah. So, as long as the big waves were hitting you, I'm sure you're doing well. And moving yeah, on. I mean, it wasn't the perfect storm. So I think I was all good. That's outstanding. We're deadliest catch. Right. The perfect storm. Massachusetts. You're right up in the same area. New England, the uh, yeah. area where that occurred. Uh, now you're in Florida. So, I mean, you don't get snow anymore. So I'm sure you're sad about that. But very that's, sad. Very, that's something very sad. you can grow to live with. I think uh, moving from New Jersey to Tennessee, that's one of the biggest things I I enjoyed, but somehow this year we've had the most snow since I've moved here in 2010. So it's uh, been kind of wild year, but it's still way better than up there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Your, your diet, uh, pizza, burritos, and bacon, PBB, I'm sure that can be a show for you. You can probably get a show on Food Network with that and, and they'd enjoy it because I mean, that's like every bachelor's diet right there. Pizza, burritos, bacon, or maybe <laughs> adding a taquito or something. Or throw in another B yeah. for beer. Beer. Yeah, yeah, you gotta beer. have beer, yeah. of course. You gotta right? have the beer. Yeah. Beer or bourbon. It's one of them, but you gotta have it in there. So, so you it's mean, like you're the on, P, B, 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 B. <laughs> you're on the right path. You just gotta get there. You get, you'll get your show, I think, with that one there. My nutritionist doesn't think so. <laughs> but that's how you keep that nutritionist in business. Yeah, there you go. There you go. If they gotta keep telling you what to eat, you're always that guy that comes in. I had this great pizza last night and they fall on the floor, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but notice that Wilson's behind you staring at me. What's the backstory on Wilson back there? So here's the deal. Um, I put Wilson back there just so people like you would say something about it. Look at that. <laughs> so here's the thing. One of the reasons, uh, you know, as a society, as humans, we love to buy, but we despise being sold to. What happens when you get on these Zoom calls or you get on a LinkedIn thread or you get on a Facebook message and somebody just tries to sell you? It's gross. And so why do we always have to talk about sales? Why can't we talk about something else? So right. I put Wilson behind me so that people would ask me about Wilson <laughs> instead of asking me about my life insurance policy or my current mortgage and whether or not I wanted to refinance. Like, or your extended warranty on your vehicle. And my extended warranty <laughs> on my car that I, still, no, that I sold five years ago. Yes. Um, and so it creates a conversation point and it's a teaching moment to tell people Make sure you're listening, not just with your ears, but also with your eyes, that it matters because what people have behind them does matter to them. It's a reason they display these things in their office. And I'm not saying you should go in and patronize people and be like, oh, you like Ohio State football? I'm a Michigan fan, but not today. I'm an Ohio State fan. No, that's lame. Like, <laughs> we don't do cares. that. It, we want to be authentic, you right. know? Um but it is about saying, oh, well, Ohio State, we got a good robbery, Michigan State, right? You know, now you talk, like, you can talk trash to each other. You can have fun. You can build a relationship around that. Right. And then you can go have a beer and talk smack the rest of the night. 
Most people have heard that people do business with who they know, like, and trust. Right. But I don't believe that's true. I believe people do business with who they know, like, trust, and care about. And we can care about each other more if we know more about them. That's where that, come, you know, going to have a beer comes into play. I would much rather have a beer with somebody than try to sell them something. It's just more authentic to me. And you know what? Probably greater than 50% of the time, the people I have a beer with, I have another beer with, have another beer with, and eventually I'm buying their service or they're buying mine. Right. But that's not because I sold it to them or they sold it to me. It's because we felt as though their product or service was what we needed. And we trusted them so much to provide that to us versus somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. That simple. You build that connection sitting there and uh, talking trash, of course, because if, you, if you're a fan of either one of those teams, usually can't sit next to each other that long without talking trash or saying some obscene thing to each other because it's Midwest, you got to say obscene mm-hmm. things. And at some point in that conversation, you know, we actually connect. Besides that level, we connect and I'd like to hang out with you some more and maybe do some business. And that's absolutely it's gen- like you said, it becomes genuine at that point and not just the forced. Hi, I'm here to sell you this vacuum cleaner. Can I show you how it works on your on your rug in your house as after I throw all this stuff on the ground for you? Mm-hmm. No, you absolutely cannot. Just go back with the Jehovah Witnesses and do that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Best thing that happened in the pandemic. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no more knocking came. on my door. No one came over. <laughs> Had to actually go find Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I got a letter in the mail, and at the bottom it said, "Please check out J, uh, yeah, JWW.org or whatever it was." Yeah, so now they send letters in the mail versus knocking on the door. Yeah, it's kind of strange. It, it's not but strange. we don't want that anyway because because even though they're not selling a product or a service, they are selling something that we didn't want or right. we didn't despise. That's why we have no solicitation signs at our doors. <laughs> right. It's why we have a spam folder in our email inbox. And it's why we get so pissed off when someone calls our phone trying to sell us something like the car warranty. Yes. Or anything really. Now they, they try to sell everything to you. Yeah. Or they call and it's a recording telling you that you're important. Your call is important to them that they called you. So it's like, hey, right. Thanks, buddy. So you, you said you started speaking uh, just after you sold your company in 2018 yeah. and you already have made that into a pretty good gig since you're part yeah. of the uh, speaker association. And yeah, that's only four years doing that. And did you, were you comfortable speaking prior or was yeah. that just a, a case? So when I was, when I had in concert web solutions, when I had a web company, I was the number three partner in the country at Classic Contact Email Marketing. And the way I got there was by doing presentations at local chambers of commerce. They were free presentations, local businesses would show up and I would teach them how to do email marketing. And it was sort of a foot in the door uh, for my agency because now they're like, oh, he's the email marketing guy. But then I would say, well, don't forget, we do websites and hosting and those type of things. And so email marketing was just a piece of the business. They needed all these other services as well. And oftentimes they would come to us for that service. And so I got known in the community. That's how I got 40 under 40. That's how I became Chamber Small Business Owner of the Year, because I was constantly doing things in the community. And the public speaking was something that I never thought growing up I would do. But it, was, it just came natural for me in a lot of ways. But I, I knew I could always get better. So when I sold the agency, I went and got training. And I spent a lot of money, tens of thousands of dollars on stage presence training, the things I 
should do, the things maybe I should not do, things like that, how to write a speech, what to think about. Um, and most of it was the art of speaking, not so much the business of speaking. I had to learn that on my own. But in 2018, I worked really, really hard to try and get my calendar full. And um, in 2019, I did 35 gigs all across the country. Wow. And it was powerful. I mean, in, in, I was in, had never been in New Orleans in my life. And I was there twice in five days. Wow. <laughs> like it was just that, that fast. Um, I had, you know, I went to uh, Oregon. I, I flew into Redmond, Redmond, Oregon, a small airport there tiny, tiny airport, um, Bend, Oregon area. I did Phoenix, Arizona, and I was in Orlando, um, Dallas, Texas, and Washington, D.C., lots of different places. Um, and it's the life I wanted to live, and then the pandemic hit. And once the pandemic hit, everything, all those conferences just closed right up. I had a bunch of reschedules, then a bunch of cancels, and, and, and that was kind of crazy. And so, I think the last, you know, I haven't done an in-person speaking gig, a paid in-person speaking gig for a very long time. And it's been all online and right. it's much different. It's not, it's not what I wanted to do. There are some speakers out there that are speaking right now. Um, you know, it's 2022 and, and stuff is starting to come back now. Um, and so I hope to get back out there a little bit more once these conferences get going again. Um, but sometimes, you know, I get, I get a conference offer and, they don't want to pay or they don't want to pay for travel. And so that's not something I traditionally will do at this stage. Cause it, it takes me three days. Basically I got to fly out there the day in advance and with all the traffic interruptions, the flight interruptions. <laughs> now you really got to be thinking about going two days in advance. Right. Um, because there's been a lot of weather lately in the last few weeks at, at the time we're recording this last few weeks, it has been a lot of weather and a lot of cancellations. And in some cases people aren't, able to get into certain places for three days and so when you're a professional speaker rich there's nothing worse than not showing up it's horrible yeah. like that's <laughs> that's a problem right and so it's a different story if you're an attendee but if you're the the featured act if you're the speaker you don't show up. so what what that means is you have to use any means necessary to get there and oftentimes what that will mean is driving through the bank and I, I've had to do it before. Uh, many speakers have had to do it. Um, I know some people recently that, that were on a cruise with me and they couldn't get out of Orlando. When they got back from the cruise, it took them three days to get home to Wisconsin to fly home. Other people drove home to Detroit because they couldn't get a flight. I don't want to live that life. I don't want to do that driving. So I'm just kind of waiting a little bit and, until enough of the staffing comes back in the airline industry, enough of the flight routes come back that we're not having all the problems that we're having now. Um, and there, and to be perfectly frank, there's not a lot of inventory out there for professional speakers right now uh, from the perspective of conferences. There's a lot of corporate work, but not so much right. conference work, which I enjoy the conference work uh, more than the other stuff. So I think the conferences, like everything else, are slowly growing again right now. Uh, there was just a couple, like uh, Nashville will have at least one a week. It just yeah. depends, depends on the niche you're in at that point. So if, mm -hmm. you, if you bring value to that conference, then yeah, that's a good one for you. But if, if you're not, if you don't want to talk to Comic-Con, it's not good for you. Or Yeah. Comic-Con is not my thing. Like I, I spoke in Nashville in 2019 for the national paving expo and got invited back in 2020 for the same conference. And they canceled it last minute in 2020. 
Right. Uh, and then they, and then it moved, you know, cause these conferences move. Uh, so oftentimes associations will put it in Nashville one year and then they'll put it, um, you know, DC the next year right. and then Denver the next year. Uh, they usually pick the hottest climate in the summer to put a conference because it's the cheapest rate. Right. <laughs> yes, they don't think they get a lot of people to come for a conference when it's 90 degrees out or, or more with humidity. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, National Speakers Association always puts it in D.C., Dallas or Las Vegas in the middle of July. Like, it's weird. <laughs> so And this year, good rates. It, this year, I think it is here in Nashville. So, that's, yeah, that's good. It'll still be hot here. Believe me. Yeah. But, humidity plus city heat with all the buildings down there. So it, it, it'll be a lot of fun for you. Yeah. yeah. So what, when you get up on stage, oh, well, if, when you get back up on stage, mm -hmm. what do you look most forward to? You look more forward to actually seeing reaction of the people, actually feeling that vibe of the people. I mean, because on Zoom, on Zoom, you really don't get that vibe as much as you do in person. It's, it's, it's so two-dimensional. Right. In person, there's two things I look forward to. One is what I refer to as the jaw drop aha moment they go oh right and they just and you can just see it click i can't see that on zoom if 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 there's more than 49 people on a zoom meeting it'll show up on another screen i have to click the arrows to see that um and i'm too focused on the presentation at the time to actually see that you know happen if it's on zoom webinar i can't see them at all so that's a bigger issue right. um the second thing is the handshaking um obviously i'm a high five guy i wrote a book about high fiving people uh, I like to high five people. It's I love the energy and I love to see the joy on their face when they when they when somebody goes to give them a high five. It's a little different now with the whole pandemic. People are a little sketchy about that. Yeah, and they are, but at the end of the day, I mean, if you just try to give somebody a high five, even if they don't want to high five you, they're gonna laugh and smile. Right. You know, and so uh it's that connection piece that's missing for me at least that I miss a lot about the in-person stuff. So right. We used to travel from my old job. Uh, we'd go through airports. That was a game we'd play, the, the random high five. So who can get the most random high fives going through the terminal? And then whoever won, you know, we get beer bought for them. So it was, a, it was a fun game to walk through any random terminal, just walk up to people, give them a high five. And some people would, all right, woo! And then there's others like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Why are you crazy? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, some people don't like the high five. They, they, they find it like encroaching on their personal space. But but they still smile at you sometimes. They smile. A lot of them laugh yeah. at you, yeah, but that's good. <laughs> Do you have yeah, either of your books with you you can hold up? or? Yeah, absolutely. Let me grab one. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is the more word of mouth referrals, lifelong customers, and raving fans book. And I was okay. just looking back here to see if... I had the, oh, there it is. And then this is the high five effect, how to do nice. business with people who bring you joy. And, uh, and you know, I mean, these, your second one is really my life's work. You know, the problem, Rich, with most small business owners is they leave the corporate world and they want three things when they start their own business, um, more money, more time, and more freedom. They don't get any of those three things when they start a business. Right. Not at all. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just this book helps them get that because right. that's what I went through. And that that I think was the real key is actually teaching them how to do that. 
And it's a powerful thing. I mean, there's, I interviewed 50 small business owners in this and they all saw red flags with clients they took on yet. They took them on. And you know why they took them on? Chase of money. They needed the money. And yet they knew that they shouldn't. So there's a big component in the book where I talk about how you need to get to a predictable amount of recurring revenue every month. Right. And then you can actually, um, push away clients and wow. act on those red flags. Cause, cause once, once you're in, if you're in survival mode, you just try to eat. Right. But one, once you get out of that mode, now you're kind of in the growth mode. And once you're in the growth mode, now you can, you can make better decisions and more timely can decisions, you know? That's a big thing. I talked to someone the other day about the chasing money or chasing happiness and, happiness is much much better pursuit to find happiness than to be miserable with like you said a, a red flag client you don't want that red flag client because that hurts your heart after a while it hurts your head your heart yeah. and you're just dredging through life i gotta go work with this team and do this and that's yeah. why yeah. it's so important to surround yourself with people who bring you joy to whatever definition joy is for you that's a powerful thing and it would be different for everyone like you said whatever their definition yeah. is so that's what you have to do Absolutely. A lot of our listeners are veteranpreneurs or, or veteran entrepreneurs, I call them veteranpreneurs. And uh, I think you can probably bring them some great advice. What three tips would you give them as there? Some of them are just starting. Some of them are, are a little bit over a year established and stuff like that. What advice would you give them to keep that momentum going to get forward in their life, their new life outside of boots? So one of the first things I, I, I think you need to do, and this is the one thing I really do talk about all the time and all my content is care about other people. Care, I mentioned that as the fourth component, know, like, trust, and care about, is if you step forward and you care about other people and you lead with caring, not with trying to get business, you will win. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is send handwritten cards, not just thank you cards, but just cards checking in on people. The number one thing you look at first in your mailbox is that card over anything else. So give somebody else that feeling. The third tip I can give you is to reach out. Absolutely just reach out for no reason other than to check on someone else. Hey, Rich, how are you doing? How's business? That's it. That's the standard email you need to send to people and just be okay with them not responding. They're busy. That's okay. Just then do it again six weeks later or 12 weeks later, eight or eight eight weeks later, I don't care how many weeks later, but you have to have a consistent process of reaching out. I recommend you reach out to five people a day, business day, every business day, just five people. They can be someone like a podcast host, or they can be a client, or they can be a referral partner, or somebody you met at Applebee's last night. It doesn't matter who it is, but you need to touch base with five people. If you're afraid of the phone, you're not the only person in this world afraid of the phone. I'm not telling you to pick up the phone, send an email, send a LinkedIn message or send a Facebook message and say hello. That's all you have to do. If you get in a habit of doing that, you will get referrals. You just have to be consistent throughout the process. Most people say, oh, well, this client came to me because of this. They came to me because of that. They came to me because of my customer service. Bull. That's total BS. That's not why they came to you. They came to you because you were the only person that called them back. Right. <laughs> and that's the problem with business right now. In my web agency, people told us more often than not that they couldn't get hold of their current web guy. Huh. 
There's no standards and process in place. If you're that person listening to this podcast right now, fix it. Fix the problem of calling people back. I don't care what the process is you come up with, but you got to call people back. That's why people are calling you. They can't get hold of the other provider. If you own a landscaping company, they can't get hold of that person. If you own an alarm company, they can't get your security company. They can't get a hold of that person. Be available and call people back. It will get you a lot of business. Stop doing the technical work and start running the business. That's the email, Michael Gerber, working in on the business versus in the business is going to change everything, um, you know, in your business. And, and, and that helps you get referrals. It helped me when I made the switch. And, and I think you're doing very well with it, especially getting out of the Northeast and going, going South of Florida to, to smile in the sun, getting that vitamin D on you. And, Hopefully soon you can travel. Where can people buy your books right now? Absolutely. They can buy them on Amazon. They can also go on my website, um, which is mattwardspeaks.com. And the book links are in the top to check that out. Uh, they can click right on the website and, and buy, buy the books right on my website. And is the website the best way to contact you to maybe have you come on their show? Or yeah. Just ask you for advice. Absolutely. Yeah. And social media, Matt Ward Speaks at every social media handle out there, my YouTube channel, everything like that. If you want to get content from me um, and you want to get a way to really jumpstart your referrals, you can go to fireupreferrals.com. That's going to give you two resources on uh, how to improve your referral management. And then you'll start to get my weekly Tuesday email tip on referrals, which is a YouTube video series I do every single week. So um, it just helps people. And, and I don't sell anything really. Maybe like an email blast once a quarter to sell I don't know, a book or something. Uh, I don't make any money from books. You know, you lose money on books. So uh, you really just get them out there in the world and hope that they can change somebody's uh, way of thinking and improve their life and, and, and their business overall. That's the goal. Exactly. Help one person. That means you did something right. And uh, that's a success in my eyes. And maybe that person will help someone and let that go. Matt, thanks for taking some of your time to hang out with us and share your story with the Misfit Nation. Rich, I appreciate you very much. And like I say at the end of every YouTube video, don't forget to live happy, smile a lot, and high five. Everyone around you. There you go. Yeah, you might have drank a little brain alcohol or hauled a little hay. But if you think your boots got more dirt than mine, I got one thing to say. My town's smaller than your town, and I got a bigger bugging mass on my wall. I got a little more kick in my draw, y'all. I got a little more spit in my jaw. Got a car 
nailed a copper head a time or two. And man, if you're thinking you're a better beer drinker, buddy, I've got news for you. My town's smaller than your town, and I got a bigger bucket bass on my wall. I got a little more kick in my draw, y'all. I got a little more spit in my jaw. And my truck's louder than your truck. how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are Fit Nation.
him know like to wait He's got a big old plane that's gonna take me far away I know I act But there's a churning in my gut Cause I just can't call you up when things get rough Before I left he hugged my neck And said Just cause you're leaving It don't mean it I won't be right by your side When you need me You can't see me